If you live in certain parts of Alaska, you can see Russia from your house. Yeah, I've heard yeah, that. that. That's what I learned from that porno. Who's nailing Palin? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Faking Movies. This is episode 160 dicks or something. What were you saying earlier, Seth? <laughs> wow. All right. Like, way to, way to like, start it off with, like... No, no. Couple... Tell us what your funny, funny joke was. I, I, oh. I don't remember. It was something about, Kevin, give us a kiss. <laughs> okay uh yeah. so 166 uh, stole your thunder seth. kev how how you doing seth i'm here with zach how you doing zach also with our dear friend kevin how you doing yeah, I'm here. okay i am here yeah i wanted to get kevin <laughs> as soon as possible so yeah. we could we could laugh about the 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 number six and how hilarious it is mm-hmm. kevin uh self-designated himself a faking head a couple months ago i, I, I think he is the leader of the fan club no i am the number two faking head in the world um, I've slipped a little, boys. I'm not gonna lie. Marielle mm. Mm. is clearly oh, the number one sure. faking head. Check out our Twitter. Obviously, she mm. she does the most work for this podcast out of all four of us <laughs> and herself. Yeah, also, yeah, dear yeah. friend uh, Will is is a pretty big faking head. Oh, right uh, on. And he okay. also he when I told him that's what the term you came up with, Kev, he was like, "Yes, that's the exact <laughs> correct term." Um, <laughs> uh, love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, let's uh let's get that Reddit started, you know. Our yeah. faking movies. Yeah, what's uh, the street team doing these days, Kev? Do you you would know as the leader of the street team. I mean, it's tough Just... to go door by door nowadays, you know. <laughs> you're not not publishing any in-person zines or anything no i I tend you can't put up a flyer with like pull tabs on it with our web address or anything yeah i mean the u.s census is even like like stopping doing door knocking campaigns a month early so yeah so i've just kind of been putting stickers on the back sides of stop signs rather than the front because we can't be too aggressive in our initial campaign that is tasteful you're right right. you're correct Mm -hmm. yeah are you still like are you still drawing sharpie penises on the front of the stop sign though? <laughs> um yes, both circumcised and all natural. Oh. <laughs> hey, we don't discriminate. Wow. So like even for them them kids that weren't born in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating. American American boys from the 80s, yeah. So mm-hmm. two weeks in a row we talked about which one of us is circumcised and which aren't and I yeah. Aren't we all? Then we come like I, th- I think we agreed. Yeah, yeah, we, we were all born in the eighties, right? Like that's <laughs> just the natural order of things for for boys in the eighties. We were born mm-hmm. in the United States in the eighties, so snip snip. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of snip snip, we've been planning a group vasectomy as well. So it's true. Oh, sure. yeah. So that'll exciting. that'll be a fun adventure. So uh, listen here, dear listener, if you want some faking movies sperm, just like a like a like a big old <laughs> wad of it. I don't. Oh. Yeah, yeah, like supplies will be limited, and it will. No, be a I'm not involved item. in this. I'm Wait, not yeah, involved. It's in just going to be it all mixed together. Yes, so it's yes, really yes, gonna... yes, yes. 
Yeah. That's exactly okay. So it's like yeah. those little like toys from Japan that you buy, and they're wrapped, so you don't know which one you're getting. Yeah, it's like what? that version of that. Yeah, it's oh like a gashapon sort of thing. Like you really oh. like it's. You, oh. Yeah, you get whichever you either get bald, bald, full saying. head of hair, <laughs> beard, really no beard, dice. no beard. <laughs> you're, so like, you're probably gonna be able to play an instrument either way. Yeah, That's be you'll good, probably be able right? to play some instrument. Yeah. I don't. I'm completely incapable of playing an instrument just because I own them doesn't mean I can play. You can them. play the spoons. Probably. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Only on the ones can, and threes. You know what? But it doesn't matter because you got the hair, dude. Like it's, yeah. it doesn't matter. You look you look like a like a Serbian revolutionary right now, and I, I love it. I were Georgian. I do, you really look like young Stalin. I, I know. I, I mean, I went as him like, for Halloween one time. Oh, it's so good. Like yeah. I have a bunch of coats that I can give you, and you just you just quaff that hair like you do, and we will we will definitely like I can dress up as Lenin. I look very much like. Vladimir Lenin when I want oh, to. Oh, yeah, you could definitely do that. Yeah, and so, Zach yeah. could stick an ice pick in the side of his head, and he could go as Trotsky. Exactly. Like, you got to grow yeah. out a I... big, long, weird, pointy beard, but it's fine. Ooh, I've got bad news in that regard. <laughs> I'll stick an ice pick in my Yeah, head, we'll, we'll just I'm, gorilla I'm mask you, and it'll be fine. Perfect. Love it. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh... So the sperm cocktail, we're definitely doing that. Very yeah, exciting. Yeah, yeah, anyway, that's, moving that's on. The, that's moving the goal. On. It's, we'll, call <laughs> it, we'll call it melange de fake. <laughs> oh i hate you guys this is amazing. so much <laughs> kevin, so, so kevin's faking a movie me? this week yeah. sure am <laughs> kevin will you be my remy zero i don't get that but i'm just gonna say the title of the movie yeah, perfect <laughs> they did they did the theme song from smallville oh see i gave that a shot at least five different times and maybe made it seven episodes in and then realized there's too many of these and they're 40 minutes long and... Oh, yeah, I don't like Smallville oh, wait, either, wait, but is, it has a great theme song. Is Smallville mm. the uh, the American version of Due South? <laughs> no. No. Oh. <laughs> With a theme song by the Northern Pikes? No, we can't Solid. ever talk about Canada again after the Men with Brooms episode. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. Anyway, Kev, you're faking a movie this week. What up? Yeah, playing by heart and... Uh, yeah i took i took this oh yeah i wasn't given it specifically um but i've i've been telling the boys that i have two films in the can ready ready to go and uh based off the long list of titles that they are going to or will eventually or may never fake i picked out (laughs) playing by heart that one it's that one probably probably we all get arrested for selling sperm cocktails <laughs> i don't think they'll let us record in prison there's nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't play basketball and we can't sell sperm cocktails <laughs> i think there are rules about that there might be rules about that second thing yeah. Jesus hey dude Christ. it's the coronavirus we can do whatever it's true uh so kev ba- the thing you just described i was initially like skeptical of this like not in the spirit of the game but then you were so confident about the quality of this thing. I've done this now before. Now I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Eh, it stands a chance of being okay. I, I'm a yeah, little it... disappointed in my last performance. Uh, I, I oh, had better. Up, I could have done sneakers. better. You put up sneakers and you really set the bar pretty I know. I, that yeah. Yeah. I, you yeah. know, I re-listened to that one the other day in preparation of, of coming back on oh, the show. And, nice. and God damn, was that a good time. It yeah. was sneakers very for sure. good. Loved it. Loved <laughs> oh, it. Oh, let me let's go. Let me Spe- give it a retrospective ten. <laughs> Speaking of which, 
uh, Seth, you gave us two years to come up with the uh, heartbeat sensor shoes, and this was shot in December of 2018, oh, no. so oh, I am running shit. out of time. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey. literally the tagline you can use for your heartbeat shoes. You're running out of time. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Well, all right. We're halfway there. There it is. <laughs> Yeah, we, we yeah R and D will take nothing. Yeah, yeah. it's just marketing. Right? Yeah, everything is mostly marketing. Yeah, it's true. As it turns out, according to marketing majors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk to anybody getting an MBA. Yeah, yeah. I try not to, but yeah. Yeah, I try to talk <laughs> to as well. All right, Kev, lay it on right. us. Um, so actors, right? Oh boy, yeah. What did we give you? Because I don't remember. Okay. Also, I'm sorry, because I'm sure we gave you way too many. No, yeah. I mean, honestly, the actors don't matter in this movie. Uh, mm, the whole is that anyway. I, 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 yep, I, points are made I up. I fit them in where I thought they would work, so it, it came out okay. Mm-hmm. There are some, right. uh, some real heroes here. We have Dennis Quaid. Oh, yeah. Um, Gillian Anderson. Mm-hmm. John Stewart. Oh yeah. So far so good. <laughs> and then we hit the the middle of the pack here with Ryan Philippi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy, oh, did we weeks, ever. Two Ryan Philippi movies in a row and I think we need to make sure we take a break for next week. Yeah, he's uh... he's rapidly becoming an enemy of the show for sure. <laughs> After this movie. <laughs> uh we got Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Mm. Oh boy. And then we have the last two, Jay Moore. An enemy of the human race. Yeah, an enemy of everything. (laughs) And then another piece of shit, Sean Connery. Absolutely. A a well-solidified enemy of the show. Yeah, but I mean, so like, like, spoiler, both of those characters are absolutely shitty in this, but like, that's (laughs) fine. What just really so famously, and I think we talked about this in our Matrix episode. Famously, Sean Connery kept turning down really enormous movies in the late '90s, early 2000s, and I guess this is giving away when this this movie came out. But like, what role do you think he turned down to make this movie? Oh, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, In '99, yeah. Or well, he, 98, I, excuse me. The other example I remember is he did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and turned down... Gandalf. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, he, he did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen because he turned down Gandalf and oh. Morpheus. God, he would have been so such Morpheus, a shitty then. Gandalf. Oh, yeah, this was this was what he did instead of Morpheus. Yeah, so Lawrence, oh. we got Lawrence Fishburne, who I think did a really good job. I can't of, even love, picture love him Fishburne. as Morpheus. That would be so dumb. So, Kev, does Sean Connery there wear is no spoon. dope-ass pince <laughs> sunglasses right. in your movie, uh, Kev? Um, he does not, and in fact, Sean Connery is kind of a hero in my movie. Oh, oh no. no. All right, Start all right, off. no. Late. Starting off as an underdog. Yep, sock, right. sock it to us. Sock right. it to us. Mm-hmm. So, so you're going to have to hope that your movie is a 12 if you want that 10. <laughs> okay. It's not going to be, but I, I I did enjoy writing this, so. Um, all right. Hey, that's, that's what matters. Uh, so before I start, I just want to say, Lee, let me get through the first two minutes first before you start guessing. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Kind of what? Mood this. what? Kevin <laughs> slots into the podcast so well, already fucking throwing shade. <laughs> I 
feel so attacked. Like, well, I mean, it's deserved, so like, it's fine. Yeah, that's it's... what you do. That's, that's your entire modus operandi is just guessing plots before they exist. Ooh, ooh, let me talk about Steely Dan. Also, your movie is ooh, the, this thing. Can't we talk about Steely Dan? No, no, never, never. It turns mm. out your movie is Legend. All right, are we ready for playing by heart? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, as we'll ever be. So... D and D movie. <laughs> no okay all right sorry yeah. i'm done I'm all done. right so it, it starts off with a screen of pure white and then suddenly on this white background these little Cocaine. little brun brown fuzzy orbs start to appear and over time they start to pop out little arms and little legs and big giant eyeballs and after a while they grab hands and they start to dance around in a circle, kind of like a ring around the rosy thing. The video game Spore. In a way, but brown. Kind of sounds okay. like it. Yeah. Um, so white gives way to brown as we start to pan out. And eventually we get a shape of what this white is. And it turns out to be a diamond. And so as these little brown critters are frolicking in comes a gigantic hand with a brush and he dusts them away and they pop and explode and then we cut to an umpire who points and says play ball oh what the fuck? okay so you so now, they were brushing wait, off let him... i'm just a, i'm asking a clarifying question so that <laughs> what we saw was home plate being brushed yes off, right okay Presumably. and then we get our title screen studio ghibli presents Playing by heart. Oh. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's see if you could. Let's see if you could do animation more justice than Jared did a couple weeks ago. Yeah, as I said, we've done very few animated movies. This is fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, um, I did give Jared ten, but <laughs> yeah, okay. that was the wrong choice. But like, that's fine. <laughs> this is a, a different animation. No guns are going to be shot. Uh, yeah, at least no, not there's on no turtle helping a, a penguin shoot a gun or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, okay, so the title fades and we show the packed stadium, Koshin Stadium, <gasps> for the finals of the 1952 Japanese High School Baseball Championship. Wow, you did some research, dude. I did do a little Wait, research. Yeah. So, did you do you just do you miss baseball this much that you like? No, see, this has been in my mind before the everything went down. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I wanted to do something different for your for mm-hmm. this episode. Yeah, no, okay. I, I, I yeah. you've got me hooked, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we cut to a radio commentator in the booth watching over the game. Uh, and he is explaining the situation, and that commentator is dubbed by John Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that's a and, good choice. And he's hmm. explaining the situation, and trust me, boys, it's a hot one because it is the bottom of the ninth. Bases are drunk. Man on first, <laughs> second, and third. Famously, yeah. yeah. I've never heard that's someone like, put it oh, that way that's before. Like, that's a classic Kev, Kev goof, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, I wasn't that's aware amazing, of that either. Kev. That's so there, there are two outs. The count is three balls, no strikes. 
And one of the teams playing Ashia High School, they hold a precarious 4-1 to lead over Yatsuo High School. And uh, on the mound is our protagonist, Hiro Tanahashi, who is is voiced (laughs) by Ryan Philippi. Yeah. And the announcers are explaining how he came in at the bottom of the ninth, and he he just got, you know, bled to dry, bases are loaded, he was pitching okay, but he can't get anybody out, it seems. Hmm. Now, can I, sorry to interrupt, what time period are we in currently? 1992. You said 50s, but when was this movie made? Your movie. Uh, I would put it in like the 1980s. Yeah. I was going to say, we're whitewashing the fuck out of all these Japanese people. So, like, Well, yeah, but yeah, Studio but Ghibli just... does... Yeah. The dubbing with lo- they do localized oh, dubbing. Yeah, these are these oh, are just no, these no. are just dubs. They're not the actual voice actor. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, That's they more, have different dubs for different language groups, and they're, and they're pretty oh, okay. good about that, actually. Or okay. they, they okay. were. I don't think Ghibli still exists, does it? No, it does. Like... They have a movie coming out soon. Oh, really? Huh. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. All right. So, um, the ump on the mound is a, a conference between coach, catcher, and pitcher. The battery. And the ump goes up to break it up. Um, and uh, the head coach of... Who is it? One of the two. Uh, <laughs> so much Wikipedia uh, on this. Asha, Asha High School. They're, they're on the mound. Mm-hmm. So Coach yep. Tanaka, Dennis Quaid, and the catcher, Akira mm-hmm. Watanabe, is voiced by Jay Moore, and they're on the mound. They're just kind of trying to calm him down so they could get out Ooh. of this game. He, he gave Jay Moore a spot where it wasn't just like diarrheaing himself. Like, God, all Jay, over Moore, yeah. Jay Moore is a catcher, though, and Dennis Quaid is definitely the coach. Like, yeah. that is spot. Well, yeah, no, it's, sure. it's mm-hmm. very good casting. It's very good casting. Really, yeah, Jay Moore absolutely. only has two lines, and it's like, you got this, and throw it in you know yeah uh-huh yeah that's okay. perfect yeah, for I could that is the I could appropriate deal with that much amount more. of <laughs> yeah. jay moore i wouldn't want any more yeah, mm. yeah. and then he gets wow. hit in the head by a bat and he dies oops <laughs> uh, all right so- <laughs> <laughs> there's a cerebral hemorrhage right there yeah oh my god there's so much blood it's just pouring out of his ears <laughs> was there a time when anyone liked jay moore i mean he, he got work consistently for decades like he I did like because he plays a cock yeah. super well yeah right huh. like in 90s. jerry Maguire, he plays the agent he's a cock like, didn't he have oh, a yellow yeah, miata yeah. in some movie in a movie we watched yeah in, yeah and um, uh in go, go. In go. i yeah. didn't watch it so yeah uh, yeah he, no he just plays a shitty guy very mm-hmm. well yeah mm-hmm. So Kev's moving. Okay, so uh, Dennis Quaid is giving him just some last-minute advice that uh, Hero isn't really listening to. His his mind is elsewhere. So the mound visit gets broken up, and uh, Hero takes the mound. Jay gets back behind the plate, and uh, they're going to try to work their way to win the championship of the Japanese high school tournament. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, So Hero, you know, he's got visible sweat growing on his forehead he looks around and he looks into the crowd and there he spots his mom who looks worried and you know anxious and he also spots his grandfather who looks tense but confident in his grandson Mm -hmm. um and then uh jay moore says all right bud let's do this and you know slams his mitt and puts it out there Mm -hmm. yep all right, so uh, after this, we flash back several years, uh, and we cut 
to see the past and we see a young hero who is sitting on a dock and he's sobbing quietly. Um, and that's when his grandfather approaches and the grandfather puts a hand on his shoulder and the voice of Sean Connery tells the boy, yeah. <laughs> I know you miss him. I miss him too. But your mom will always be with you. I will be always with you. Now, boy, we fish. Um, oh boy, Lee, I see that you you're struggling so hard not to <laughs> not to uh, not to do a Sean Connery voice and just repeat those lines because I should, was struggling too. Should, mm-hmm. should we give him a, a Zardoz uh, <laughs> pressure release? Do you need a pressure release? No, just no, I'm out? fine. I'm fine. It's okay. <laughs> It's called the quickening. <laughs> we fish. There it is. Yeah. All right. And- I miss him too, boy. <laughs> I found the cure to cancer, but I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm good now. Yep, Thank uh-huh. you. Yep. Yeah, okay. I knew. Thank I you saw for- it. I saw it. <laughs> I, you're a good yeah, friend. Yeah. Thank uh-huh. you. It, it was a teapot that had been whistling for at least two minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, call yeah. Lee the yeah, teapot yeah. dome scandal because he's about corruption during the Taft administration. <laughs> hey oh. Oh! Anyway. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Jokes for no one. <laughs> Grandpa comforts him and, and Hero seems to like the words that he just heard. Um, so through, you know, drying his eyes, he tells his grandfather, okay, and... Of course, little baby hero's voice is voiced by Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes sense. So we move on, and uh, we get we get a pretty long montage of life on the lake between Grandpa and Hero. Um, so they do a lot of lakeside activities, including swimming, fishing, and skipping rocks. And mm-hmm. at first, he's terrible at all of these things, but... Through time and guidance, he begins to gather confidence and skill, and he begins to excel. Mm-hmm. And throughout the montage, we see Hero getting older summer by summer. Um, and now, you know, when he goes fishing, he's just hauling in fish, like, tons at a time. He could swim further and faster. He's skipping those rocks across the lake when, mm-hmm. at first, they would just, like, plop right into the water. And, and we get to his high school years, uh, the summer before what would be 1952, and Hiro has just caught a fuck ton of fish for dinner. Um, <laughs> and he, he ties them onto his rod, he slings it over his shoulder, and he, he goes to head back to their, their little home. And when he enters, um, he is horrified to see that Grandpa has collapsed to the floor. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, wait, is this the Babysitters Club? Like, it's the same sort of like thing as the new <laughs> Babysitters Club situation, where it's like a really supportive grandparent, uh, and you know everybody's work. No, well, never mind. Anyway. Seth, I'm not gonna lie that my movie isn't full of tropes. I mean, it, cer- yeah, yeah, it no, certainly not, is. Hey, I have cried so many times <laughs> watching the new Babysitters Club, and I cried like, right I- along with you. Yeah, like it's great. <laughs> also, great. Mo- most movies are full of tropes, like by construction. That's kind of how everything works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not like... saying it's bad. I'm just saying, like, I see yeah. like uh, like a parallel in my mind really well. I feel like true. this this exchange right here is reminding me of one of the things I miss the most uh, in our new universe. Um, 
you guys could have just been holding hands watching this show, giving each other emotional support, <laughs> and you just and you can't now. Yeah, that's true. Because it's not safe. Is and that is that the true tragedy of the pandemic? That we no, can't. the true bros tragedy is bros? the mismanagement yeah. and the death of so many people. Yeah, but mostly yeah. that. Yeah, that's true. That's All true. Right. Yeah. But on a much mm-hmm. less grand scale, yeah, <laughs> yeah we yeah. can't we can't be be betas together when we watch movies. Yeah. That's that's the other uh, tragedy. Yeah, that's true. That's Here true. here's the thing I say about the uh, about that Lee is a physical death is just a brief moment in a person's life, but an emotional death, boy, that could last a long, long time. Wow, um, Kev, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing to us? Kevin, none of us are here to hold each other's hands. You can't do yeah. that. There better be some dope-ass like baseball montages later, because I am sad <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> this is Ghibli on point, though. Like, yeah. yeah. Ah, God, Kev. You, you son a, of a bitch. <laughs> I have a confession to make. I've never seen a Studio Ghibli movie. I also mm-hmm. haven't. I just know a lot about them, oh, because shit. people love them a you, lot. You yeah. dumb bitches better watch some movies with me this week. Yeah. Us all with with Kev too. Let's all watch a movie together. Because mm. via via Skype or whatever the fuck we do now. I don't know, yeah. man. I know. I know. It's Regal not like cinemas. we live near each other. We would have had to do it over Skype anyway. Right. We live That's true. Kind of closely. I, the only my entrance into Studio Ghibli was uh, Regal shows them fucking all mm-hmm. the time, and I mm-hmm. see advertisements for them, and then I go home and look them up, and they're like the tenth highest rated movie of all time. And yeah. Like, no. They're the fuck they're, is this? they're all like super well yeah. regarded. Yeah. 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 That's because they're full of emotions. So, so Kev's movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Hero sees his fallen grandfather and uh, drops those like dozen fish that he caught because he's gotten so good over the years and talented. And he immediately mm-hmm. gets help. Um, so then we're at the hospital and his mom, Jillian Anderson, uh, tells Hero that his grandfather suffered a heart attack. Mm-hmm. But the doctors are confident he'll be okay. Um, he, he, his spirit is bright and, uh, she tells Hero that, go on, go, go talk to your grandpa. His sperm is virulent. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his, his spiritual essence is still there within his body. <laughs> the, I, I'm with Lee on the side. This is noted. Noted and amplified. Yes. So... <clears throat> So Hero sits on his bed, and um, they have a lovely conversation, and um, Grandpa reassures Hero by saying that he's fine and that he just has indigestion because Hero has been catching so many fish lately, and he, 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 <laughs> he, he's just trying to like make him feel better. Yeah, it's so sweet. God damn, Kev. Come on, dude. I mean, this is a personally unrelatable grandpa story, but uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I never met either of mine, so yeah. I also barely met one of mine, but I think... uh, I never had this grandpa situation either, but like, it's still very sweet. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I also haven't had any grandpa experiences. Yeah. What a bunch of sad boys we are. <laughs> no, I mean, I have grandpa experiences, but we definitely didn't fish. We more like collected uh, art. Okay. So like... <laughs> oh, Seth is yet again the outlier in terms of family relationships. Yeah, I have a, yeah. like, for the most part, my my very small family, I really enjoyed it. So like, yeah. 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 All right, boys. So we're cutting back to baseball. We're out of there. 
Whew. So we oh we, this emotional po- like we we return to the <laughs> sand <laughs> trap we're in. God damn. Uh, we return to the oh, stadium and the crowd is at a fever pitch. It is as loud as a high school stadium can be for this prestigious title. Mm-hmm. And the batter digs his feet in and he's ready to to bust this game open, get his team back into the game. Mm-hmm. Coach is sweating bullets. Uh, Akira, the catcher, keeps putting signals down. But Hero, our pitcher, isn't acknowledging them. He's he's still uh, befuddled and unsure of himself and, and how to approach these next few pitches. So again, he returns his gaze to the crowd, and he he spots his grandfather, who oh, who good. raises his cane, and his grandfather shouts, "Fish, Hero, fish!" And oh. then Hero nods and turns and turns and looks at the catcher. And he, he grips the ball. And then we, we cut to a little vignette where Hero is little again and his grandfather is there. And um, he... Uh, shit, where did it go? So... Uh-oh. Yeah, here it is. So uh, Grandpa explains while they're on the lake um, that they live in a a new and anxious world and that it is up to them to find their peace. And for Grandpa... Fishing is his piece. So we, we refer back to this montage of them just fishing on the lake. And then we snap back to Hiro, who's on the mound. and uh, he That's how he centers himself. Yeah, then, yeah. He throws a pitch as if he's casting a line mm-hmm. into the oh. water. And uh, this ball goes from about 2 o'clock to 7 o'clock. It's a Shit. it's a deep curve and the batter just swings over it and it lands in the catcher's glove, and we've got an idiot. strike one. Um, <laughs> I did that was offensive. Strike one. Uh, you know. Um, <laughs> and uh, the crowd goes wild but, immediately. But you you acknowledged it and you're willing to grow. Yes, that's the yep. that's that's not nothing. <laughs> so the batter swings. We're at a three and one count. And then again, the crowd just erupts in jubilation yep. or anxiety, depending upon what side you're you're rooting for. Mm-hmm. Sure. So again, uh, wait, this motherfucker swung on a three zero. Oh, he was given the green light. Yeah, ah. it hit the black anyway. So if he didn't swing, it was going to be called a strike. Okay. Um, God, these are so many sports terms I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like batting strategies, I, I, yeah. but I'm I'm with you. Uh, like hundred p, like uh, uh, mm. yeah. all right, sports ball. So hero again takes his hat off and wipes wipes his forehead, puts the hat back on. Japanese summer is hot. Yeah, like it sucks sometimes. And uh, the crowd picks up volume again to a deafening blaze, and he's looking in at the catcher. He doesn't look like what Jay Moore is putting down. So again, he turns his head to the crowd, and his grandfather says. Stones hero, and then he nods to his grandfather mm-hmm. and turns right. his attention mm-hmm. back to the mound. And uh, again, we we go back to the lake, and Grandpa is explaining that life requires discipline, and he teaches hero how to skip a stone, and for the first time, uh, he can get the the stone to skip. More than just a couple of times, it skitters out into the lake even further. And his grandfather says, discipline requires practice, and you must practice every day. 
Mm. Susie throws a throws a, a fucking sidearm. He now. throws a submarine <laughs> pitch, Lee. That's right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so back on the mound, hero. He winds oh, up, boy. comes across his body, throws a sidearm pitch that goes from like starts in the zone and then cuts out of the zone. And again, the batter takes a whack at it, misses strike two, crowd explosion. <laughs> is 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 a sidearm like how you would normally throw a cricket ball? No, no. they throw top to bottom. Yeah, cricket ball mm. is over. Sidearm is how you really fuck up your shoulder and all the tendons in your elbow. Yeah, oh. and there's very few of them in baseball for that very reason. Yeah. But it's very deceiving, yep. <laughs> so it like often gets people to be like, "What the fuck this yeah, shit?" Yeah, you don't you don't know how to track it visually, so it's yeah, it's like it's, it's, like it's a. It's a gimmicky kind of way to to do it. It's oh, yeah. like putting spirit gum all over your fingies and then no, that's just that's just cheating. <laughs> that's oh. actual cheating. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right. I thought that's how you played the bases balls, but like I guess I'm wrong. Many well, people I mean, do it, cheat. It is. It yeah. is how you do it, but <laughs> okay. you're not supposed to. Right. Oh, right. All right. I was just trying to follow. Yep. Jafala. Jafala. And then uh, finally. Uh, John Stewart's going crazy in the booth. He's screaming in, in across Japan over the radio that it's now mm-hmm. a full count. Uh, the 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 team is one strike away from claiming victory over their opponents in a four to one fashion. And um, you know what Hero does? He's got one lifeline in this situation. He looks back to Grandpa, and Grandpa gives him a nod, and he says. Swim, hero. Swim like your life depended on it. And then we get another flashback life lesson about strength and about also about fear. So without fear, there's rarely any strength. So you need to do what you got to do. So what hero does, he winds up and he, he does an overhand toss as if he's cutting through waves on water, and it is just a straight cheese fastball up in the zone. <laughs> the the thing Jay Moore was calling for the whole time. He's a <laughs> shitty catcher. Yeah. He's just fastball, fastball, fastball. Bring fastball. the heater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bring, <laughs> bring the top of Tio, hero. <laughs> uh, <laughs> top of Tio. Jesus. Wowie, zowie. So the ball, it's almost, it's almost rising the way he threw it, and it hits Jay Moore's glove, strike three, and uh, an orgasm of relief from one half of the crowd, a, a bitter display from the other. You cannot keep bringing up this this fucking jizz mixture that <laughs> Seth is trying and to And then afterwards, happen. they sweep it all up and put it into a jar, and we sell it. As, as a, a melange de baseball. <laughs> mm. That's championship spum right there. You can't put a price on it. That's true. Uh, the price is jail time. <laughs> Stop it. The, Just... that, that spum is caught in a moment. There will never be that same spum again. <laughs> uh, you took something sweet and you turned it awful. Yeah. So, hmm. so <laughs> thanks, y'all. Hero drops to his knees in, in celebration. He looks out to his grandfather who lifts his cane and kind of turns and and starts to walk off as the crowd starts to pour onto the field and there's a big ceremony with a trophy and and medals first and second place and all this hugging and we did it it was the hardest season of our lives so on and so forth dennis quaid is just giving out fist bumps in 1952 
Um, <laughs> and eventually, confusingly, eventually, Jillian Anderson finds her way onto the field and uh, congratulates her son. puts puts uh, gives him a hug and says, "Are you ready to see them now?" And he says, "Yes." So we uh, we cut to a field, and that field happens to be a cemetery. And we see Hero looking at a gravestone, and he takes off his hat and puts it on the gravestone. And uh, it was his father, who we learned uh, died mm-hmm. fighting in World War II. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we pause there for a moment, and then we pan to the right, and there's another gravestone. And he takes off it's Grandpa. He takes his championship yeah. medal off and, and puts it at the base of the gravestone, and we learned that we learned that, that <laughs> we learned that grandpa had died of the heart attack and uh yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> mom puts his arm around hero and the the movie ends with just the two of them walking back into town together you piece of shit <laughs> i've never actually cried on this fucking show have you amazing amazing <laughs> yeah i knew it i fucking knew <laughs> yeah, it but like <laughs> damn it that is the most narrative structure i think any movie on this podcast has ever had in the history of the whole thing <sighs> lee is really struggling that's listen yeah. i'm not ashamed or upset to cry absolutely not i just like it's just disruptive in this moment yeah. that's all like, sure you know? absolutely yeah God damn you, Kevin. God um, damn you. This solidifies Kev- the, like, you had the story and you were very confident. And you're like, I can make this match in this <laughs> fucking movie. Turns mm-hmm. out you were fucking right about that. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> can I ask you a quick, a quick thing here, Kev, while I'm shaking it all yeah, off? Yeah, sure. <laughs> can, you, can you repeat some of those names you gave us early on again real uh, quick? Hiro Tanahashi is the, the protagonist uh-huh. in the picture. Akira sure. Watanabe is the catcher. Okay. And uh, I think there's Coach Tanaka. Okay. So is it just Hero that's named after a famous Japanese wrestler? or? Are they... <laughs> oh, okay. Good, good, good. Hiroshi Tanahashi is a hugely famous Japanese oh, wrestler. Oh, shit. Oh. I, you know, I wanted to name him Hero, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And right. then I... I was fight. I thought you were giving me a, an Easter egg that these two wouldn't get. That's uh, all. Well, you know, it was succeeded it was, in that. It was probably in one of the deep creases of my brain, deep down. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Well, in in honor of the person you all you accidentally named the character after, I give you six and a quarter stars, Dave Meltzer. Uh, <laughs> wait, doesn't he only go up to five? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's we'll talk about this later. We'll talk about this <laughs> yeah. later. Congrats. Okay. Wowie zowie, Kev. You, that was you, a fucking ride, for sure. <laughs> God, you know I love a sports movie. <sighs> Which is so strange, because you know nothing about sports. Yeah, you literally interrupted the middle of that sports movie to talk about how much you don't know about sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, several times. But, I mean, I do know a significant about about cricket and curling. Sure. The two yeah. most American sports. That's yes. Yeah. Anyway... Kev, fucking hell, yeah, great, great job. You, you <laughs> want you, you want to hear about this shit, shit, shitty, shit, shit, shit movie? Yeah, no, nothing matters. I anymore. think it'll like <laughs> it, it should turn this around into a much more uh, 
fun loving. Yeah, less, less tears. Less tears. Yep. Uh-huh. You'd be surprised, <laughs> but yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, Kev. So this is a 1998 film, uh, playing by heart, which IMDb calls a comedy drama uh, and romance. Maybe uh, the last, the last two. Yeah. I don't even believe. I don't believe any of those, but anyway. It doesn't accomplish any of these things competently. Yeah, sure. D- D- I, we'll talk about this later. I would posit this is a sci-fi movie, if I had to guess myself. I oh. cannot wait. Fascinating. Cannot wait. <laughs> All right, so do you want the, I think, perhaps the shortest IMDb one-sentence summary that I have ever seen? <laughs> oh. Sounds good, man. Yeah, let's, let's, let's okay. hear it. All right. Eleven articulate people work through affairs of the heart in Los Angeles. So many things. The word articulate has never been used more poorly in the history of the English language. What really, what holy fucking shit! What really stood out to me was eleven. So what? How, yeah, it's an ensemble piece with there it's, it's a bunch way of more. People. It's an interconnected vignette. Okay. So yeah. this is this is what we decided ninety eight or ninety seven. This is ninety eight. This is ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Though I think it actually premiered on January second, nineteen ninety nine. But well, sure. I'll, I'll I'll say this, Kev, to, to, before we even get going. I looked up when Girl Interrupted came out because the mm. thought that Angelina Jolie could have already had an Oscar uh-huh. and been in this movie and given the performance she gives was baffling to me. It came out later. Uh-huh. So, like, my yep. universe didn't collapse <laughs> upon itself based on that alone. But yeah. This was this was a very popular structure for movies at the time. Like there were a it bunch really of was mm-hmm. where there's like a bunch of stories that don't have anything to do with each other. Surprise! At the end, they all okay. are smashed together meaninglessly. Well, yeah, but I mean, well, and Zach have... Jay Moore with Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, Go is Jay a very good example. Go. You have yeah. uh, Jonathan Barthes with uh, uh, Lost in the Fun House. Rules, from... Rules of Attraction was kind of like this. That's uh, a novel from the 60s. So yeah, I know. Like, I was yeah. just saying, like, it's a similar uh, sort of structure, and I quite like post, it. But... Postmodern. Yeah, sure, I quite sure. like it. Novel. I just yeah. wanted to, to show off how big of a brain I have. Uh, famously, uh, <laughs> Lee, do you do you have even a summary for this? I don't know how. We I don't know. Yeah, why not? I guess right. I, I think I'll do it the same way that I've done it with other uh, vignette movies in the past. Is I'll just go, I'll bounce around vignettes, and then at the end talk about how they're wait, connected. Wait, wait, wait. There was a Yeti in this, and I missed it. <laughs> yeah, Ron Reese was uh, dressed up in uh, a bunch of. Uh, a bunch of bandages and then humped Hulk Hogan. Kevin knows what I'm talking about. No, I get that one too, which is insane. <laughs> oh, neat. <laughs> the Yeti. Um, Halloween Havoc 95. Look it up, everybody. It's fucking ridiculous. Do not, but like, sure. all right, go. Okay. All right. Jay Moore's dying of AIDS, and his mom is Ellen Bernston, who we didn't give you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the. And this was the most. Ab- You've emotionally interrupted. Conf- Sorry, the most emotionally confusing part of the movie. I don't want anyone to die of AIDS, but if I had to pick one person, it's Jay Moore for sure. Ooh. Oh, Zach, <laughs> that was the worst thing. Yeah, that's dude. okay. You can't say that <laughs> in, in public. You can't say something like that in public. You shouldn't say something like that at all. But like, <laughs> so this okay. movie starts off with full blown AIDS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it actually starts off with Angelina Jolie delivering a oh, monologue, monologue to that she oh, literally says right. later. She says this exact same monologue later. This monologue happens a few times. Yeah. yeah. They so... they realized she was maybe the most provocative member coming. of the cast. Yeah. I don't know. She was definitely up and coming. Yeah. Okay. 
So, and the whole thing with their dynamic is Ellen Bernstein didn't know he was gay and he was afraid to tell her, but she's like mostly just wishes that she had known to be part of her son's life. And eventually she does watch him die in the hospital. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have to interrupt again. The The best Already. line of the movie. Jay Moore, literally in a hospital bed dying, says, you never suspected I was gay? And okay. Ellen Burstyn looks at him, f- pregnant pause, and says, you were always so good at sports. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. 1998. Yep. Yep. There's a, it is, this, this movie is just seeped in misunderstanding of everything. Of everything. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. Go on. So I'll jump, I'll jump off of that storyline because we also learn that Jay Moore's character um, in a roundabout way, we learned that he had been married to a woman at one point. This woman is Jillian Anderson's character. She is a playwright, and uh, her play, what little we see of it, appears to be really shitty, but it, everybody seems it to quite like it. Sucks. She meets John Stewart, who's an architect. The and final they, line uh, of her play is, "I'll go count my money." Yeah, it's a real weird like. It's it's like mm-hmm. what a, a a fucking college like Victorian society yeah, would would right? write as like a parody of a Victorian parlor play. It's, it's quite baffling. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's the one. So thing they I remember about start this shit dating, movie. and she has a lot of commitment issues. And we learn that she had been married when she was really young to someone who turned out to be gay, and she's still very close with him. It's Jay Moore. She, for being so close to him, doesn't go visit him in the hospital when he's dying. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yep. Um, she and John Stewart go on a few dates and it takes a while for him to get her to trust him. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason she doesn't trust him is because her sister, Madeline Stowe, is having a series of affairs. Um, and uh, she just, you know, it's like, oh, my family's all fucked up, blah, 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 this and that. Madeline Stowe is having an affair with Anthony Edwards from ER. Yeah. Uh, he really wants... He wants more out of it, but she doesn't. And, you know, it's just a lot of like stolen moments and them spending time together where she's like, oh, my husband will be back. And he's like, you don't love him. And she's like, I did used to love him. And I just, you know, I don't love him anymore. Yeah, I don't love him, but I know you love your wife. Yeah, that too. Mm. Uh, We then meet. uh, It turns out we've been meeting her husband, Dennis Quaid, a bunch through the movie. He keeps going to bars and getting fucking slamma jammed mm-hmm. and uh, telling call different... him the street sharks because uh, he's no nah, I got nothing I feel I feel like one was called slamma jam <laughs> I okay uh, he keeps going to bars and uh, <laughs> sitting down next to single women to tell them his sob story and his sob story changes every time um, yeah it's true we, it's, it's... we we do oh also he goes to a, a gay bar at one point a drag club and tell mm-hmm. and you know is yeah and that factors into the story i guess well uh, the, the, really. the, it's a different venue the, like, he's he's just fucking bored he goes and like gets drunk and like tries to hit on a drag queen and then nothing the, comes of it he's no, just but, fucking bored but that but that's the thing is the drag queen is able to like just see straight see that it's a performance yeah. 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 like like yeah. she recognizes like an actor right and that's and that's what he is doing he's he's constantly like putting on this facade and that's kind of his whole character like i don't know also dennis quaid one of his i guess one of his scene partners from acting class keeps we keep the camera keeps panning over to show that she's there during all these scenes it's quite 
strange to me. Yeah, I don't know how that. I think that just resolves with her like being like, "Wow, you're so great!" Like in out of class, and then in class, you're like not as creative. Like how you get, mm-hmm. how do you do this in the world? Like anyway, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie's also in his acting class, and uh, she has this. Hugely embarrassing moment where she's going to give this monologue from suddenly last summer and the guy running the acting class is like, if anyone gives the fucking cannibals ate my boyfriend, whatever monologue from suddenly last summer, (laughs) I'll freak out. So she runs out, but Dennis Quaid's there too. And also it turns out she's his sister-in-law because Gillian Anderson, Madeline Stowe, and Angelina Jolie are sisters. I was going to say, do they acknowledge that Angelina Jolie is Dennis Quaid's sister-in-law at all? No. At the end. Yeah. No, at the end. But like in the class, wouldn't they have like been like, oh, you. Okay. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, Well, they don't. No, they don't. Weird. I'm just telling this by way of getting us to the Angelina Jolie story. Yeah, guess what? This is a a terribly written movie. (laughs) Yes. No, absolutely. She is at the club and she's having a very loud breakup with her boyfriend on the telephone. On a payphone in a club. They are in an acting class. So maybe it was her doing a monologue or something. I don't know. Anyway, she meets Ryan Phillippe, who's dancing by himself, and she just keeps trying to get him to, like, hang out with her, and eventually they, like, start to trust each other, and he tells her that he has HIV, because his ex-girlfriend, who died, was a a drug user. They end up together, I guess, and, um... It's baffling and tedious. I'm, I'm watching Kevin's face right now, and he's got the same face that I had watching this movie. It is just... Mm -hmm confusion and boredom is oh yeah so, no, that's this whole movie yeah uh-huh. I, I think the only other important <laughs> Brian Phillippe story has blue hair only in front only in oh, front so uh, up to, up uh, Angelina Jolie has kind of like a very very like you know like kind of that, that like auburn red cherry metallic-y red like it's, red, it's, it's yeah. like this, this yeah. that very unnatural looking uh, red hair coloring uh, so they're a couple, I guess. I don't know. It's v- they become a couple by the end it's of the movie. It's very dumb. Um, it's very dumb. The other, the only other like main storyline is um, oh fuck. Sean Connery and Gina Rollins are like a long time married couple, and they're about to renew their vows, and they have some strife because like she finds a picture of a woman that used to work for them mm-hmm. in Sean Connery's room, and he's like, "Well, I was in love with her, <laughs> but not the way I love not you. The way Thank that you. your hair." like fell across your face as you did that was just completely perfect Sean it Connery is, like is it is the I've only been staring at that one lock for like <laughs> I know, 15 right? minutes it's, it's, it's unbelievable it is like Seth as the as the two balls in this sperm yeah, cocktail right? I just am so jealous <laughs> yeah no me too I used to have beautiful hair and I lost it for yeah. stress I don't know what happened no. yeah I, I was um, gonna say as like the only guy here with hockey hair that that is electric lettuce, as I like to say. Yeah. Oh yeah. Me, me and Kev, me and Kev can can carry that weight as far you, you, as that I is goes, why yeah. we need to create <laughs> oh, melange de fait. <laughs> so whatever our our combined future offspring. <laughs> yeah. Just play in the odds. Um, re- re- regardless, so the whole thing with Sean Connery um, uh, is is that he's basically gaslighting it. So his wife is like a professional like TV cook. He's he's. But that doesn't matter. That's it like doesn't four matter. Seconds but I find it. It was the only part of this that I found in any way interesting. 
I was agree. That... She is she is somewhere between Ina Garten and Paula Dean. It's yeah. confusing. Yeah, <laughs> which 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 is a thing I really appreciate because I yeah. because I really like Ina Garten because she at yeah. this point especially is just like I do not give a fuck about anything. Correct. Jeffrey will come back and I will just drink yeah. this massive cocktail with my friends. I, I live in the Hamptons when Jeffrey's done boning his boyfriend down in the city. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll hang out and uh, eat this delicious dinner that I prepared. Yes. <laughs> mm. Wolf. So anyway, their whole storyline is uh, she doesn't trust him anymore, and they're trying to throw their 40th wedding anniversary, which is a vow renewal, mm-hmm. and um, it ends up working out. Yeah, um, but Sean Connery Anthony is Edwards, gaslighting her the entire yeah, time. Yeah, it's shitty. And he's he is, he is, as you would expect, the shittiest human being possible. He is constantly <laughs> belittling her intelligence. He is constantly, like, just just... Like gaslighting in the least aggressive way possible, but still gaslighting, and it's very awful. It's a really bad movie. Um, yeah, so yeah, bad character, uh, bad people, bad mm-hmm. movie. Anthony Edwards uh, is the uh, he's going to be the officiant because he's a minister for the vow renewal. And he's so the one who's cheating in the whole Stone. fucking movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the whole fucking movie is literally at this vow renewal. Uh, Dennis Quaid and and Madeline Stowe kind of reconcile a little when she finds out that he has a he has an imagination because he's such a good actor. Mm. And the whole family meets the new boyfriends, and then uh, Ellen Bernstein comes over because she's known the family for years because Gillian Anderson went to the funeral, and they were the literal only two people there. Um, Jay Moore, yeah. It's all. Stupid. I mean, that, and then the that seems kind of realistic, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> For Jay Moore, yeah, two people seems like a high number. Um, yeah. That's two more than I would have guessed. Yeah. So the whole thing with the movie is like it's everybody's like philosophies on love and like Angelina Jolie gives this talk. The whole monologue is like, I have a friend who plays jazz trumpet and I try to explain why I love this one song he plays. And he's like, "Mm," talking about music's like dancing about architecture. And that's what they were going to call the the movie. They were going to call it dancing about architecture. Why did they change it then? Well, honestly, it would have made more sense. At least it has a callback in the movie. Playing by heart yeah. means yeah. nothing. We could that have all we could have all yeah. like completely downed whatever drink we had in our hands. Yeah. Uh, as soon as they said dancing about architecture, like I would have done that at work where I watched this. Yeah. Yeah. So Same. she just keeps that that monologue comes up a bunch, and then finally at the end, everybody is literally dancing together while this trumpet player is playing at the wedding, and like it's so dumb. This is a god Rushmore rap movie. Yeah. What the you old Rushmore ending where everyone gets along and yep. dances at the end. Yeah, <sighs> except that's like totally reasonable, and also like you know, this is this is the like problem with this movie sucked. is everything like, everything works out in the end for all these couples that should absolutely not be couples. And everybody decides they're in love after like two days. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing is people yeah. are constantly saying I love you, and they've only like been on two dates like. It's it's yes, and also I the counterpoint to that the like last thing I wrote about this movie is the one through line is people complaining about actually liking people yeah like Angelina mm-hmm. and Felipe and like everybody is just like and uh, Jillian Anderson and John Stewart they're just like oh I actually like this person but I'm emotionally unavailable I'm like this is so unrelatable like. No one wants to watch that version. Everybody wants to watch the you fall in love and you actually like it version. Like, Can I point out how fucking ridiculous it is that Gillian Anderson brought her dog to her parents' wedding? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <clears throat> oh, boy. This movie is that's... shit, Kev. This is a shit, shit, boring-ass, <laughs> so stupid bad. movie. I f- like, I think that at least at least uh, Zach and I, after we finished this movie, we'd lost years of our life. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think Lee expressed this, but... It's because I watched it in several sittings, yeah. that's why. Yeah, I watched it over a single work day, so... Yep, hmm. same. This is why I said it was a sci-fi movie. Um, okay, it, yes, explain this. Explain this, Zach. Yeah, so uh, another thing I wrote down where uh, these characters are all so far up their own asses, like, no humans actually act like this. Like, I know it's set... Oh, you think this is an alien training movie? Exactly that, yes. Mm. I I know it's set in L.A., (laughs) and, like, L.A. people are unrelatable in every possible way. I mean, if we are going to use they live as a barometer, people in L.A., at least half of them are aliens. Sure, that's what I'm saying. We just don't have the special sunglasses. I guess, you know, 1998 or 9 or whatever was a different time, but this version of love is so or like interpersonal relationships or even just general human emotions was so unrelatable i was just like i don't like none of this is real this is all fucking insane it is shocking to me that there isn't at least one scene of a character in a therapist's office explaining oh. why yeah right. like well and fucking, the, the conceit yeah. at the end is they're all family and they are all obviously damaged but they don't acknowledge that in any capacity <laughs> yes it's, it's this is this is an awful stupid terrible movie that no one should watch and i don't yeah. even have any like notes or interesting things to talk about my note is uh, that John Stewart turned in probably the worst performance <laughs> yeah, I've ever John seen. Yeah, John Stewart is life. not a good actor. We all agreed he tries way too oh, hard. Ex- yeah. Extraordinary <laughs> in Big Daddy. How dare you? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's the same performance. He tries way too hard. He's just on camera way more in this movie. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I feel like I've maybe told he this is like a on sh- awesome person, but he is not a good actor. He's a bad actor. Yes. I think I've told this on 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 the show before, but I remember him um, interviewing Adam Sandler when Big Daddy was out, and it was this huge hit. And I think one of the, he like says like, "Yeah, I remember having a, a much bigger role before the movie came <laughs> out." And then and then Adam Sandler like, "Hey, man, you." You played the best going to China for the whole movie that I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yep. Hey man, this he is, he found his lane and he stayed in it later. So This that's is for fine. sure. This is that era where John Stewart was trying to be an actor yes, and like yeah. he's fucking not good at it. No, he's, but he's he figured that out. Yeah. He I figured mean, it out and he left and that's commendable, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he figured it out just be like a smart commentator. Yeah. I, I res- stand up for 9-11 survivors. I was just going to yep. say, I uh, I respect somebody going 65 in the right lane, you know? It, 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 <laughs> yeah, he knows his lane, for sure. I uh, The only thing that I could say that was good about this movie, and I think is good about all of these movies in the same like uh, genre, Wrong. is um, there are 800 different plot lines, and so as soon as you're tired of the one that you're watching, it switches to a different one. And you don't have to sit in the fart that is the current one for too long at mm. any given point. Like, it just switches, switches, switches. But then you get to the uh. end, and they all come together, and you go, oh, now it's a circus of farts, and I hate it so much more. <laughs> Welcome, my friends, Zach, yeah. to the circus of farts. <laughs> yeah, they put it all in a blender and smoothied it up, and I did not like this movie. Oh, no, end, it's but... basically just that pink pink meat paste at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. Boy. 
Um, I have one minor, like, semi-interesting trivia thing. I was talking earlier about, like, the Sean Connery choosing the wrong roles. He worked for scale in this movie because he wanted oh, to be in a movie where he was... He wanted to be in a movie where he was cast opposite an age-appropriate actress. That is wow. super weird for him. Which is like, to me, you hear this guy say this, and it's like, oh, interesting. So it was other people who kept giving him roles with young... No, no he's fucking no Sean way. Connery. No At way. any point in time, he could have been like, this is unbelievable. Like, <laughs> yeah, now, right, was right. This like a, been like... Was this a political move after the interview he gave where he said it was okay to slap your wife around that was a couple years earlier so i'm not sure i'm not sure that those ramifications would have held for a white man in the 90s like for more than a year he plays a legitimate gaslighting shithead in this movie Mm. so like it wasn't doing yeah but 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 i honestly don't think that he realized i think he was just like oh i'm so much smarter than my wife why why don't i tell her what to do it's true. I mean, like, most like, of that his is... character was just being like, why aren't you happy that I didn't cheat on you? And she's like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, because his whole justification when he, yeah. he tells her he was in love with this woman and being in love with her made him realize how much more in love with his wife he was yeah. than he thought. I'm not as like, shitty as you think I am. <laughs> yeah, and his whole thing is like, it's re- it's super chill because we never had sex, so it's like, don't right. worry about this I was going betrayal. to sleep with like, her, but then I decided not to. I yeah. decided not to and decided to sleep with you. But also mm-hmm. the thing Lee said, I he said he was literally in love with this woman, but he yep. came back to his wife, and his wife should be super jazzed about that. Yeah, what? it's like, <laughs> Yeah. I'm an honorable man because I pictured her face on yours while I was parking you last night. <laughs> so, oh, so we're all just Connery? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we have to. I do to. a bad exactly. one, but Give I, us your Connery. I, shot. I don't think I have it. The rest of the episode. I don't know. But, you know, try. Yeah, give, give us, us a try. try. Welcome to the rock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, you know. Hey, it's better than mine. <laughs> y- y'all have anything else to say about this shit movie like it's crap Absolutely it's crap not. no it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> i will say uh that i was i i guess i can respect this level of restraint but i was also super disappointed during the whole last scene when connery's in a tuxedo no one makes a you look just like james bond dad <laughs> like comment at him he does it comment been about for legal having reason. to wear a tuxedo though he, yeah He's yeah he like says he hates it. About it yeah yeah. yeah, it could have been a legal thing. Like maybe the broccoli family was like, yeah. "Oh, we read the script. You're not allowed to bring up James Bond <laughs> the in this movie." First time I got married, it was in board shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so this was a monumental failure. Yay! <laughs> yeah. So, are you at all surprised by that? Yeah. So it cost it cost uh fourteen million dollars. Jesus Christ! That's... Where where is any of that money? Yeah, I don't know. Because... Well, it went to the cast, presumably. I would have guessed yeah. higher, honestly. There's so many fucking people in this. Yeah, a lot of them weren't famous though. Yeah, but Julian Anderson like, was it like peak? Julian Anderson, Sean was, Connery, uh, Angelina Jolie was post Oscar. Like it's no, this is pre Oscar. Yeah, still uh, like it? famous. Oh though. yeah, yeah. It is Felipe pre Oscar. Right, right. Ellen Burstyn still didn't have yeah, her her, is... her resurgence from Requiem. Uh, Gina Rollins hadn't been famous in years. I would imagine Dennis Quaid um, still had some cachet back then. Dennis Quaid still Probably. had some heat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, John Stewart was a no one. Um, 
Uh, Jay Moore an MTV probably, guy. probably cost this movie four million because people are stupid. Uh, Jay Moore just requires like a can of beans and a little baggie of coke, I think, and his that's his <laughs> entire salary. It's not a little baggie; anything. it's a reasonably large baggie. Like it's, Man, but he goes like, through. Still, it. He goes through. It. Yeah, he goes. Uh, he'll he'll uh, he'll uh, snort snort his way uh, yeah. down the yeah. line. He he's a very he's a good boy. He cleans his plate. Yeah. Do you guys picture Jay Moore as a gummer when it comes to cocaine? Like even before he starts, oh, he just, he'll just rub it. Oh, yeah. oh shit! Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't. Yeah. Put it out. Yeah. Yeah. I, now I'm now I'm picturing him as like he has his own bespoke snooze made out of cocaine, mm. so he could just constantly be doing cocaine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oy vey. Anyway. He's too he's too stupid to do coke the right way, so he does it in snooze and he pays like he has to get like ten times the amount of cocaine to just put mm-hmm. it on his gums. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Alright, anyway. Jail this movie costs <laughs> This movie costs four. Normal cocaine bothers my throat. I need to do it this way. Like yeah. uh, Alright. This movie costs fourteen million. It made three point nine million. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Uh, it's not, not super spectacular. So, um, it's in fact quite terrible. This, all right. So do you want to just get into ratings then? Definitely. Uh, yeah. All right. So the IMDb rating for this with 18,366 votes is a seven, seven 7.0. No fucking people are (laughs) stupid. What is uh, the demographic for this movie? I, Where I, are those people? Who are they? I don't know because doing? it's a it, like it's a bad movie that has no substance to me. Like uh, it's... even even in the context, we talk a lot about like like older movies, seventies, sixties, whatever. Like it made sense at the time. This is not that movie. Like I can't yeah, imagine anyone because, enjoying this because movie because we are in like cognizant at this time. Right. Like I, right. we can we can I think confidently say what the fuck to a that, seven. Is can insanity. I, can I pose a question? Oh, for yeah. sure. Go for it. Shoot. Like, in the mar- I don't know. In the can you? Well, Lee. <laughs> in the marketing of this, or like in the film itself, has, <clears throat> was no. it ever like considered sexy? Like this is a horny movie where a bunch of uh, famous actors No, it's actors far too are... self-serious for it's that. It's not horny enough to be... Yeah, like a like a late '90s sex comedy. I also or think it's comedy like there's, drama. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of like what I assume the movie thinks are frank discussions about sex, but maybe at the time. But they're not. But it's but also not PG-13. Sexy. There's there's no like actual raunch in this movie. Like, yeah, there's there's yeah. no. It's not it's not sexy. It's candid talks occasionally about. Oh, well, it's theoretically candid talks about. Mm-hmm. I, I can only but, imagine so, all the people that voted this were like high school kids smoking cigarettes, thinking they understood what human romantic relationships were like. Drama like, club. It's everybody who's voted for this picked a, uh, one of Angelina Jolie's monologues from this movie to do as their like audition thing in their high school drama the, club. Exactly yeah. that type of person. The, the, the key... Or their uh, their aim away message. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. All. All. With a heart of con at the end. <laughs> Yeah. All, all of uh, a cardinoid, the the term for a heart shaped object. I guess no, no, weird, yeah, weird right. flex, right. weird flex. I was going for like a less than three, but you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, a cardinoid. Anyway, there are so many monologues by Angelina Jolie that are clearly like, like first year 
acting student monologues like i almost wonder like this is a writer director like it's the same guy it's like the writer director is one person i wonder if like i wonder if this is like based on a play that that he wrote Uh, you know and yeah yeah. i I do like though like one conceit of it is Angelina's like the wild kid of the family, quote unquote. And when they all show up at the end at the wedding, uh or the renewing of the vows, uh Jillian Anderson and Madeline Stowe both anytime Angelina says anything, they both kind of roll their eyes at her, like, oh fucking this shit again. And I was mm-hmm. like, I know. I, I'm also watching this movie. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean the the director Willard Carroll, uh, he did uh, he did produce the Brave Little Toaster series of films. What? Oh wow! And he was a Disney executive who, for instance, also greenlit Return to Oz. Um, Whoa! So... <laughs> this movie makes more sense now. He's a little bit out of his element, it seems like. Yeah, he uh... only he only directed four four films, but. Um, uh, like I could not give you any details about the other three, which are The Runestone, which is a 1991 film, playing by Hart in 98, in, in, which we know, of course, uh, we're duly aware. In 1999, there was Tom's Midnight Garden, which I have never heard of. And in 2007, oh, that's, the, that's the sequel of Dexy's Midnight Runner, uh, yeah. the famous <laughs> song. <laughs> Lee's second favorite movie, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and the uh, the the final film in his his bullshit brigade as a director was Marigold, which came out in two thousand seven, which no one oh. has heard of. I immediately conflated that with Magnolia, but I agree, Zach. I was like, oh wait, I like that. Oh nope, wait, that no, 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 was that's Paul Thomas different. Anderson. <laughs> sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Tori Amos wrote all the music to both of them, though. So well, okay. Wow. Then Marigold might. be... Oh no, I, I made that yeah. up. But, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Damn it. <laughs> all right. So um, yeah. as I said, this is a seven point zero. Uh, who's gonna go first, Lee? Give us Always give Lee. us your ratings. Okay. Um, the original movie sucks on ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is <laughs> mm-hmm. so fucking bad. I I can't even handle it. It's it's like this is so boring. It's like someone adapting a movie for screen, like a movie for the stage, without realizing that the movie is an adaptation of a stage play in the first place. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's like I don't know one. It's a it's yeah. so bad. It's a one. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. Kev, you 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 immediately made what I uh, believe to be the best Studio Ghibli movie uh, because <gasps> I have not seen any. Um, oh yeah, there is that. I got yeah. really excited for a second. <laughs> and I and I told you at the start, uh, due to a reason I forget already. Oh, Sean Connery being one of the heroes. Um, uh, you were gonna have to score a twelve to get a ten. Well. You didn't quite get there, oh. so you're gonna get a nine today. Okay, mm-hmm. Lee, you literally cried. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's true. All right, I mean, your choice right. is it's your nine. Own. That's fine. <laughs> it's a nine. Okay, it's a nine. Okay. All right, it's a nine, and and retroactively, Jeremy's uh, Tango and Cash gets like a five. So. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll adjust did it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a much better animated film. Yeah. I'm next. Yes, canonically. <laughs> Um, all right. The original. Oh boy, it's it was tedious and it took uh, like years off of my life. Uh, it's bad. It's a yep. It's a 
bad bad series of vignettes which is normally a thing i actually enjoy so yeah uh this gets a like a like a 0.9 fair that that is the other thing it is a format that is genuinely or genuinely can be good yeah the series of vignettes is campiness right yeah, but I, this was so I'm bad. not a big vignette. Yeah, but you're not guy. a short story kid, and I am a short story kid. I really sure, like collections sure. of short stories. Like, I mean, like yeah. uh, Red Cavalry by Yitzhak Babel is one of the best collections of short stories that I can think of. Like, it's we lost, so good. Yeah, we lost I'm, threads. You know, I'm not a short back, story back, guy. I know, I know you're not, and that's why you got point zero one higher than me. Like, it's fine, or point point one <laughs> higher than me. Uh-huh. Like, uh, yeah. How do you feel about Kev's movie? Kev? Kev? God damn, Kev. You... You're starting off with all these little animated... Little animated critters crawling all over the base that have to be dusted off, which is very Ghibli. That was fun, yeah. And, and you know, despite my sincere inability to understand sports movies... <laughs> well, sports in general... I love a sports movie. Like, I understand sports movies. I don't understand sport ball. But I love a sports movie. Yeah, and you did such great casting with your... God God damn you, Kev. And there was the appropriate amount of Jay Moore, which was two lines. And it was very low stakes. And there are tears. Do you love a sports movie? I was wondering what you thought about this movie. <laughs> Do you? Do you love a sports movie? This is a 9.6. 9.6. Okay, okay. It's great. I love this shit. Kev, yeah. that was spectacular. And you and you and the way you performed it was in such like a beautiful way. You son of a bitch. I know. You get it, a 9.7. Whoa, okay. Wow, thank it you was, very much. It was one of the longer like uh narratives on the faking um but i think we were all captivated it was, the whole it was time. super yeah. well structured i, oh, love yeah, this I shit. loved it yeah. this is th- that's my jam yeah should i be watching studio ghibli movies yes is that yes undeniably yeah you don't know zach shut up no i know they're all rated incredibly <laughs> highly and everyone loves them i just haven't gotten around to it yet yeah yeah well speaking of rating things incredibly highly Zach, yeah here we go you jump oh, in? well yeah. i'm gonna do the original first so um uh, okay yeah don't, <laughs> I, don't ignore ignore <laughs> i was gonna rate this movie a zero uh but jay moore dies in it so i'm gonna rate it a one uh, <laughs> really got a fucking axe to grind on jay moore yeah don't know I, why. Think I just picked it for as some reason thing. Um, Kev, it was transformative. I feel like all of our lives have been changed tonight. <laughs> also, I want you to get that perfect 30, so I'm going to rate you an 11.3 so we can get that perfect. Wait, hold on. No, 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 I don't no, know that's no you won't let. I've tried to rate things over 10 before and you will not let yeah, me. Dude. Check the spreadsheet. I have let you. It is in the books. I swear to God. <sighs> yep. Oh, <laughs> the fucking safety's off now, buddy. <laughs> no, you can't rate negative. Nobody can rate negative. No, it doesn't <laughs> matter because now Lee has the, like, you fucking broke it. Okay, all right, all right. I'll rate, a, I'll rate him this, a ten. Mm-hmm. I'll rate him a ten. I just With feel this? like you guys fucking robbed him of the thirty. That's it's, it's rude, <sighs> downright rude. For we talked about early in the episode, sneakers was a fucking blockbuster hit, masterpiece. Yeah. 
And now, I mean, it, he really came to play today, literally and figuratively. Zach, Zach, just much play like ball, Hero, yeah. Kevin brings the heat. Yeah. All right, ten, ten, fine. So, Kev, you obviously have the best differential of all time. Uh, I think original got two point nine, and you have like a twenty eight point seven. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Order of magnitude better. Solid, solid. Choice. So Seth doesn't do it best anymore. It's Kev that does it best. It might he be. may have. You may have dethroned me. You son of a bitch. Uh, I'll throw the next one, Seth. I can't be taking that glory from you. All right, so. Yeah. If if Kev is dethroned Seth, Zach, I'm going to need you to scoop out all of Seth's sperm from the Kinder eggs that we're <laughs> marketing now. Oh, oh, it's a Kinder surprise. I've got yeah. bad news. Once they're mixed, it's really hard to unmix. <laughs> I believe in you. I, okay. Get some titrations going. They're all going to have different densities. That's you true. Know, That's like, true. Oh, weird. I'll separate bald and hair and then... Beard. Linguistics and, and <laughs> comp and, Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah, there's, there's yeah, we'll probably throw, some, we'll some Kev in there. It'll be too, great. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ashkenazi and. Yeah. Safari. Yeah. Next week, we have Seth doing Radio Flyer, a movie he is certain stars Cuba Gooding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. This Pretty movie sure has <laughs> to star Cuba Gooding Jr., and it will absolutely be about a brand of uh, wagons. Like, okay. there's no other options, right? I guess we'll find out. Uh, or is it the yeah. movie Radio, where it's a... Huh. Okay, uh, so, Kev, uh, anything yeah. you want to talk what about or say before we go? Movie? You have this platform of at least four listeners that you could reach out to here. Anything? Including yourself. I was going to so, say, you're you're one of those listeners. Yeah, so the platform of three <laughs> yeah, listeners. Um, just, again, as always, it's, it's always so fun and... And pleasurable to be here. Don't read into that. Um, <laughs> you want to be in the and, jar? Uh, we can put you in the jar. <laughs> yeah, you want I mean, to join the after, jar? After the scoring today, I think I might deserve it. I, but, mm, um, yeah, you do. I have to get scooped out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just uh, thanks again and to all my faking heads out there who are not <laughs> doing their business that they should be and becoming an honorary member by sticking stickers on the back of stop sign. Um, you know? you're, you're recruiting a street team actively. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, there are literal stickers too. Like I could send That's them true. to you. That's yeah, I, yeah. I've got a Google Doc for signups. Just uh, <laughs> hit me up through the boys, and um, yeah, yeah. Um, it was great to be on, and I can't wait to the next one. So thank you guys, and I love being on. Oh, the best, Kev. Oh, that's the real best. sweet, Kev. You you are one of our our replacement hosts if one of us quits or dies. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm already half dead, so like here you go. <laughs> I work with the public every day, so Ooh. you know. Oh, all right. So we're gonna end on a dark note. Fun. This I'll have what she's watching. Oh boy, we didn't even talk about what the next episode is, or maybe we, we did. did. We super did. 